This is the NFL Draft Bible Spotlight Show. Connecting players with football industry professionals since 2002. It's what we do. Back at it again. It's another edition of the NFL Draft Bible Player Spotlight Show. I am your host, Rick Saratella. Telling it like it is when it comes to the NFL Draft since 2002. You know how we do. Check it out, NFLDraftBible.com. We've been bringing you the names you need to know first since 2002. And today we have another special guest uh, for the 2020 NFL Draft Cycle as we count you down to Las Vegas. Uh, Just about two months away now. These players will find out their next destination, where they'll be suiting up, what city they'll be looking for an apartment, and what playbook they'll be studying. And we're excited to bring you uh, their stories and get to know the men behind their draft journey. So today, we will have defensive back Rod Silvestri from Mississippi Valley State, a well-traveled prospect who uh, also transferred over from Florida International. We'll talk about his draft journey, uh, some of the things he's doing currently to prepare for the NFL draft process, along with um, some of the stuff off the field. We'll get to know him uh, you know, off the field as well. So we appreciate you tuning in. Buckle up. It's a double chin strap edition. And, uh, you know, we will have Rod's entire scouting report up on the NFLDraftBible.com with his latest film, this interview, and all of his uh, analysis. So uh, definitely check that out if you need to get a hold of him. Uh, If you're a team out there tuned in and want to get a a hold of Rod, you know, feel free to contact me, RIC, at NFLDraftBible.com. And I've been chatting with Rod a little bit here leading up to the show. It's time to welcome him on the airwaves. Uh, Rod, how are you today? Thank you for joining us here on the NFL Draft Bible Player Spotlight Show. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, how you guys doing? Um, thanks. Thanks for the opportunity uh, for me to be on the show. Um, I'm saying I'm ready to uh, I'm saying discuss and tell you, guys a little, tell you guys a little bit about myself. And so, yeah, it's been, um, yeah, so I'm good. It's a good day, you know. Um, Great Wednesday to to be alive and just chase my dreams. Yeah, and it's a great day to break down some of your film. I got your highlights on as we speak just to, you know, uh, watch you here, you know, watching your instincts, your aggressive style of play, the physicality that you bring. Uh, I think you project as a in-the-box type of safety at the next level, obviously someone who can compete on special teams. But uh, give us a little self scouting report give us a breakdown about yourself when an nfl scout pops in your game film if they're finding out about you now maybe they haven't heard about you they want to go learn more about you tell us what kind of player they should expect to see when they pop in your game film yeah so i would say for me a roster recipe definitely is a physical player um play with a lot of tenacity aggression um good ball skills um um, really a cerebral player um uh quick Play, play fast and uh, really just I'm a dog. Like to sum it all up, I'm a dog. You know, so like on the field, it's like I'm on a mission to like like I'm I'm just zoned in, focused, ready just to really just kill. Honestly. Well, you know, I can see that from some of your uh, workout highlights included into your video package. It looks like you are uh, staying in tip top shape. You take very good care of your body you're all rocked up cut up and uh possess that nfl type of frame so uh 
take us through what your workout regimen is like. What are you doing right now? What's a uh, typical day look like? What are you working on trying to improve as you get ready for the NFL draft? Yeah, so um, currently right now I am in um, St. Petersburg, Florida. Well, I live in Largo, but I'm training in St. Petersburg, Florida. Um, my real home is in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, but uh, my training regimen right now, I've been training with uh, overtime athletes um, with a uh, dude named Chris Bernard. And so basically doing two a days uh, on field stuff, working on um, every day is different, but on field stuff that's incorporated with uh, the weight room stuff also. So, um, so really it ranges from explosiveness, speed, um, agility um, on the field and um, weight room. You know, just the same working on the same muscles that that incorporates into speed, agility, and explosiveness with the weights. And so he's doing a really good job. He really knows what he's doing. And so my numbers have been uh, and getting better and better and better. And so he's been making PRs after PRs on everything um, ever since I've been with him. So it's been good. Um, I'm excited um, for for the numbers going to put up um, on pro day and uh, combines and stuff like that. So. Uh, that sounds good. It sounds like you've really uh, kind of narrowed in on some of the areas of your game that you need to improve upon. It sounds like you've you know zeroed in on that. You're focused on getting better in some of uh, yep. your weaknesses to kind of improve and go along with some of your strengths. And uh, we have you listed here at uh, five eleven, a buck ninety five. Is that what you expect to weigh in at your uh, pro day workout, or what? What kind of weight do you kind of see yourself playing at at the next level? Um, right now I'm moving pretty good with right with like one ninety nine, two hundred right now. I'm moving pretty good with that. Um I've been putting on muscle um as I've been training in uh with overtime athletes and stuff like that. So he's doing a really good job of uh making sure, you know, my it's muscle growth and not putting on any fat, it's muscle growth and so it's muscle weight that, that I've been putting on because um, the diet I've been maintaining. So yeah, like I said before, Monday Monday, Tuesday Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday is uh all with um all with overtime athletes and then Wednesdays, Saturdays is uh all D B football related stuff. But as we as I approach closer towards the uh pro day or combine, um it's gonna be more of doing incorporating the drills, probably like not twice a day, but might not twice a week, but maybe uh three or four times a week, things like that. So yep. Sure. So do we have a pro day or combine locked in? Do we have a set date that we can promote out there yet? Um, it's not completely locked in yet, but I have been uh, speaking to uh, Ole Miss. Uh, so I've got, got connection with one of the coaches out there. He actually uh, coached me when I was played at uh, UCF. And um, so I'm still um, locking in details with that. That will be – their pro day will probably be late March, um, March 24th or – uh, I believe March 23rd, I believe, but it's not completely locked in yet. So I'm still working on all the details with that. Um, cause school, I finished that does not have a pro day HBCU, but I've been, uh, communicating with people, um, who, cause you know, the NFL just opened the combine in Miami, uh, for HBCU yep. schools. And so I've been communicating with my, my conference, the SWAT conference. I just finished that. And so it's been helping me out and, uh, things like that. So looking forward yeah, to Yeah, and we're going to see and, I'm going to meet with Philip Blackwell next week in Indianapolis and you know recommend you for that event so hopefully we get you into that uh NFL Regional Combine that's March 27th 
at the Miami Dolphins facility. So we'll uh, we'll list all the yep. info uh, on on Rod's uh, scouting report on the NFL Draft Bible dot com. That way you can track his latest information, path to the draft, and draft journey. As we talk to him here on the Player Spotlight Show, Rod, uh, you know, hey. Let's talk, let's go outside the stripes now. Get to know you off the field. You mentioned uh, you're from the Florida area. You're actually uh, yep. first generation of your family to be born here in the states. I know uh, you've dealt with your fair share of uh, adversity both on and off the field. But uh, take us just yep. through growing up in Florida. A little bit about your family history and background. I know things were not always uh, easy in the Sylvester household, and it sounds like you know, just learning more about you. It's kind of molded you into the man you are today. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So um, I come from like Haitian descent. So my, my parents are both from Haiti. So they went from Haiti to the Bahamas. And then, um, so four of my brothers and sisters were born in the Bahamas. And then the last few of us were born here. So I'm one of seven. I'm one of seven kids. And um, yeah, so basically, Growing up, my parents are blue-collared parents, uh, always working, like, with their hands and um, really doing blue-collar jobs and stuff like that, just really just to provide a better life uh, for their kids because that that's their dream to really just to provide a better life for, for, their, for their children. Um, that's why they left Haiti. That's why they left Bahamas uh, to come to the U.S. so their kids can get good education and really just uh, pursue their dreams, things like that. And so that's really what I've been trying to do. And really just trying to take advantage of this opportunity that parents uh, put me in and things like that. And so, yeah, so growing up, um, you know, my older brothers and sisters kind of lived, they lived in the rougher neighborhoods longer than I have. Um, I didn't really stay. Um, I didn't really live in like super rough neighborhoods. My parents left that area. And so, but the, I, I was, I was still around it. My city wasn't like the central part of the craziness going on, but, I'm near North Lauderdale. I played football in North Lauderdale. Um, played for uh, growing up, Little League teams played with uh, um, for Pompano Cowboys. Played for Northwest Bar Raiders, and so those areas are not like you know what I'm saying nice areas. You know, it's it's kind of like you know what I'm saying uh, rough areas. And so, um, but honestly, you know what I'm saying growing up around growing up around rough people or rough areas really helped me to become more thick skinned and really just to you know what I'm saying just fight through adversity and um really really help me become a football player that I am today because the uh teams I played for growing up in Little League and really just all the football um the football atmosphere in South Florida, it really just the competitive the competitive atmosphere in South Florida with when it comes to football really helped me to propel me to to be a better football player because I'm super competitive. You know, and so I'm always trying to get better. And so just being around people that are good too, being around people that are great. And um, when you surround yourself with greatness, you know, um, it's going to it's gonna rub off on you, you know, because if you want to be great also. And so really just surrounding myself around people that, that, that want to be great and trying to really just not not be around the negative influences or negative, you know, um, temptations that were around me at the time is really just trying to, um, get a good education, do good in school, and uh, really just grind and um, trying to make my dreams become a reality. And so I've definitely faced a lot of obstacles. You know, I'm leaving out of uh, leaving out a lot of details just for the sake of time. But yeah, definitely been through a lot of things um, on on and off the field. 
Well, great advice for anybody out there listening. We're talking to Rod Silvestri here on the NFL Draft Bible Player Spotlight Show, Mississippi Valley State defensive back. But, you know, you talk about Florida. It's a hotbed for talent. Uh, you know, numerous, numerous players come out of the state of Florida. And, and you know, you take a look around the league, uh, Texas, California, Florida. Those are the three most populated states that, you know, get players into the league. So uh, you've kind of been well-traveled. Uh, in your collegiate career, take us through the whole journey. Yeah. Uh, obviously, you played, you know, coming out of uh, Calvary Christian Academy there in Florida. You uh, winded up at Dean College. You, you transferred over to FIU and finished up at Mississippi Valley State. Uh, NFL teams especially are going to be interested to hear uh, about your journey. Yeah, of course, of course. So, number one, I'm going to just say this off the bat. I'm not a problem child, that's for sure. Um, every, everywhere I went, I'm saying, I was always left on good terms, you know, so it's never been about my character or anything about that. Um, but yeah, so my journey, it's been, uh, it's been crazy, honestly. So come out of high school, you know, um, I didn't really have a whole bunch of guidance because I was playing, I was doing basketball in high school, um, a little bit of track, um, and obviously football, you know, but, um, yeah, so after graduating my first two years of, yeah, so after graduating Calvary, I didn't really go to any like um, high school combine or camp. So I was I was still underrated. So I've always kind of like been had a underdog chip on my shoulder. So I had got offered. Uh, I mean, I had interest from different schools, but and I took some visits, things like that. But I didn't want to settle for for less, you know. So um, yeah, so I decided to go to the JUCO route. At the time, Dean College was a JUCO. It's the same uh, JUCO Lucky Whitehead. Lucky Whitehead went to. So I went there for, honestly, for a semester because I was eligible um, academically. I just was trying to buy me some more time so I could get into a Division One school. And so, um, yeah, so I left. Uh, so after my first semester at Dean College, that was my plan to leave after one semester and find a school. So I left Dean College. Uh, then I went to... Um, a community school near near my house for the spring while I'm still and keep in mind this whole time I'm emailing coaches setting up my film um, throughout this whole time because I thought I was gonna have an offer by the time the fall semester ended so then so I left Dean College then next following spring of the following spring I went to a school called Broward College went there for spring and uh, still contacting coaches emailing um, making phone calls is really just trying to push that. And while I'm training at my, at my high school, Calvary uh, Christian Academy, because I have great training facilities there and I had a great strength coach um, and coach Craig Lawson. But anyways, so finally, uh, a coach named uh, Javon DeWitt, who was recruiting one of my teammates in high school to go to Army, to play for Army. But my friend in it. My teammate, former teammate, he didn't go to Army. He actually ended up going to Tent on um, University of Pennsylvania, on um, Ivy League. But uh, Coach Javon DeWitt, he left Army, went to UCF, and then cause I remember I was trying to go to Army also, but he sent my, sent to my film. Then I, after he left Army, he went to UCF. I I sent him my film again. Still like my high school film, and uh, he told me to come as as a preferred walk on, and so um, got to UCF. Um, that summer, after that spring semester, I brought college. Got UCF that summer, and uh, and it was a great two years at UCF. Um, I was climbing my way up the the depth chart, and um, first year I registered, second year I played, 
um, played in, in my debut against FIU, actually. <laughs> it was crazy. Uh, my debut against FIU in the season opener, played against UConn, played in that game, um, got some stats, and then played against uh, Austin. Yeah, I, play, I played in a few games as, as in the second year when, when we went to the uh, Chick-fil-A um, Pizza Bowl. So went to the Cure Bowl my first year, went to the Chick-fil-A Pizza Bowl my second year. Those are great experiences with uh, Coach Frost. And then Coach Frost leaves um, to go to Nebraska. And so I stayed for the uh, – yeah, so this is after two years. So Coach Frost leaves after, um, after we beat Auburn in the Peach Bowl. And so now uh, new staff comes in, um, doing well, doing really great. And um, really I kind of seen how the past two years so I've learned from my first year at UCF, like um, film is so important when it comes to going to the next level. And so I was kind of eager to get more film and so, honestly, I was just searching for a place to, you know, just get a, a ton of film rapidly, you know. And so, uh, for what God led me to to leave UCF, which was one of the hardest decisions of my life, because I love the school, of my major, uh, I love my major and everything. Um, it was one of the hardest decisions of my life. Like, honestly, got emotional about that, shed some tears because um, I was leaving my brothers, my teammates, um, my classmates, you know, just the whole environment, church, everything. It was just it's really tough decision, really hard decision, but um, so I left, uh, I left UCF, and then that summer, um, uh, got to um, F FIU, got to FIU that summer, and so played for um, mostly special teams there. You know, still have to um, work my way up the ladder, um, and then after one season at FIU. Um, I graduated from FIU in uh, business administration, and uh, then, then like another hard decision, you know. Um, again, just really just trying to um, gather as much film as as much as possible, and uh, went to Mississippi Valley, where most of my film comes from, and um, so basically, uh, yeah. So that was another hard decision. Uh, I left before, after, kind of after spring after spring of it. Yeah, after after spring workouts and things like that, after spring game and all that stuff, I left FIU that summer. I wasn't in school because I already graduated and then finally in the fall I got to Mississippi Valley. And um yeah, there's a lot of details in there that um left out on this for a sake of time. But yeah, it's been a crazy journey. Just honestly the when it comes to moving to all these different schools, the main goal was to honestly just rack up film because I've seen great talent even out of UCF great talent even throughout college football that that they don't get a chance at the next level because they don't have the film that they need yeah they may have have a killer pro day they may have a killer a workout you know but but film is weighed so heavily and so I was just really on a search just to get as much film as possible you know and um set myself up well, Rod, you've got one heck of a story. That's an incredible journey. And, uh, you know, the, this is one of the more interesting stories of anybody in this year's draft class. So um, hats off to you. Film is your resume. So it sounds like uh, you made the wise decision. Uh, you know, when the NFL teams are in their war room and putting their draft boards together, obviously, uh, you know, 
the later end of the draft, priority free agents, they're going to be stacking you up against other defensive backs. What's the one characteristic or trait that you would say separates yourself from the next man? Honestly, uh, again, um, my, my tenacity, like, I play with a viciousness, like, like a gladiator. When, I'm, when I step on the field, honestly, I feel like a gladiator. Like, I feel like I'm at war. And so whoever is in front of me, you know, um, honestly, I, I'm just – honestly, I'm, I'm, a, I'm competitive. I'm a competitive um, dog, you know, who really just wants to win. So I will do whatever it takes to win for my team. and um, my competitive nature, I, have a, I play with a big chip on my shoulder to prove all my doubt is wrong. And so every play, I don't take no play off. I'm going to play hard every down, you know. And, uh, again, like my why, the reason why I play football, you know, I use, I use my why and I use my pain, all the pain I've been through um, to push me um, to greatness, honestly. So um, my why is, number one, is like uh, my savior, Jesus Christ, um, my family, you know, and just using a platform that football can give me. And um, again, I've been this past summer, I've been to Haiti on a mission trip with my church. And it's really seeing like the poverty there and also seeing the good side of the country. I really want to use my funds um, to really help out third world countries. I've been to Mexico. I've been to El Salvador on mission trips with my church and really just seeing how people live, live impoverished. And I really want to uh, kind of help them out with, you know, giving them clean water, food, education the basic necessities of life and really just want to honestly um, use that platform and use the funds and that football um, could give me to really help out, you know, uh, people are less fortunate than me. And so that's, that's my why, you know, and all the pain and all the doubters that I have, I'll use that on the field almost every play. And so I, I hold that, I hold all the pain that I have, you know, when I'm training, um, Every workout when I'm training, I, I remember all, all the doubters, all the haters, whatever, people who say I couldn't do it. I hold all that stuff with me. I use that as motivation on the field and off the field. And so, honestly, uh, so when scouts are looking at me, they, they're going to say Rod is a physical player who never takes a play off, you know, uh, who's always looking to make plays on the ball and uh, who is physical and tenacious. Outstanding. I, I would say that's. Right on the money. Uh, th that's the summary of our full in-depth scouting report where you can learn more about Rod Silvestri on the NFL Draft Bible.com. Along with this interview in its entirety, we'll have his game film up there. We'll uh, announce his pro day dates and get you all the information that you need to know about Rod Silvestri. And uh, this has been another enlightening conversation on the NFL Draft Bible Player Spotlight Show, bringing you the names you need to know first since 2002. It's what we do. Before we wrap up and let you go, Rod, uh, anything that we didn't mention that you want to discuss? Any shout-outs, thank yous? Uh, the platform is all yours, my man. Uh, yeah, so shout-out to uh, Coach Hosa um, down at CCA Calvary Christian Academy. You know, uh, really helped me to become a football player and man I am today. Shout-out to uh, Coach Frost. Coach DeWitt gave me an opportunity at UCF. Shout-out to Coach Butch Davis, FIU, for giving me an uh, opportunity at FIU and Coach Dancy. And Mississippi Valley for giving me opportunities to play this game that I love. And and last but not least, definitely not least, shout out to uh, my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Um, even he's the one who basically gave me this talent and the breath in my lungs to play this game that I love. And um, without him, I'll, without Jesus, I don't know where, where I would be. So uh, those are all the shout outs. And uh, shout out to my mom, Edna Silvestri, Harold Silvestri, my family, Silvestri, Jeremy Gibson, Carson, Jadina, Wilma, Brian, 
everybody. Yeah. All right. Well, you've got a lot of great people in your life. You've played for some very, very well-respected coaches throughout your career. And you've got some uh, excellent game film laid down, Rod. We will uh, definitely be chatting off the air. We appreciate your time here yeah. on the air. And uh, you know, yeah, thank we'll, you so much here yeah, again we'll, for taking the time. And yeah. uh, we'll chat soon, my yeah. man. For sure, yeah. One more shout-out to Coach Travis Fisher. Um, honestly, was one of the toughest coaches I've ever uh, had. Uh, he really made me the DB I am today and taught me almost everything I knew. So shout out to Travis Fisher and also two more other people, Marissa, Warren, and uh, and Sierra Smith White. Yep. Absolutely. All right, Rod. Well, hey, man. All uh, right. Well, you know, keep it grinding. Keep it uh, pedal to the metal. We're looking forward to uh, your upcoming pro day combine wherever you're working out. We can't wait for the results so we can uh, let everybody know and update everyone on your progress so again we'll be chatting off the air and uh, enjoy the rest of your day here and appreciate the time yes sir thank you thank you uh god bless man yeah definitely i uh, look forward to speaking to you you got it rod that is rod Silvestri, mississippi valley state another name here to uh add to the memory bank remember where you heard it here first on the nfl draft bible uh well-traveled player you heard him talk about playing under some great coaches and Butch Davis, Scott Frost, uh, an unorthodox path to the draft. I mean, uh, you know, just got to give him a lot of credit for his perseverance. Uh, you heard him talk about his passion. Uh, you know, you, you do some research on Rod, and that's the one thing I think that constantly comes up is just, you know, his passion for the game, his love and desire, which – you know, came out in his personality there uh, during that conversation for sure. And uh, here's a guy that, you know, didn't have it easy growing up off the field either. So he's had his uh, fair share of adversity. He's come through shining on the other end, uh, giving back to the community, to the country, to the world. And, uh, you know, he's a heck of a football player, but it sounds like he's an even better uh, individual. So uh, we hope you enjoyed this edition of the NFL Draft Bible Player Spotlight Show. I was your host, Rick Saratella. Make sure you log on to the NFLDraftBible.com. Uh, we will be releasing our uh, NFL Draft All-Star Game recap on February the 24th, which is five days from this air, air date. And, uh, of course, we'll have the 2020 NFL Draft Bible is uh, expected to be published on April 1st. It will have over 500 scouting reports, including Rod Silvestri of Mississippi Valley State. So, hey, uh, keep it locked. Make sure you subscribe, share it, uh, tune in, uh, spread the love. And we appreciate all the love that you show us here on each and every episode of the NFL Draft Bible Player Spotlight Show. Until the next time, everybody. This is the NFL Draft Bible Spotlight Show. Connecting players with football industry professionals since 2002. It's what we do.